Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the On The Box podcast, the television podcast on the Anfield Index podcast channel. Whew, I got through that again in one go. I am back after a long, long time today. It feels like ages since I did Power with Nina and Hatem. I think it was before I went to India. So I apologize that this has taken so long to do. However, we've had loads of rescheduling and stuff like that going on, but... I have got back the cast of, um, or the guests, should I say, the cast, <laughs> the guests <laughs> of the Westworld podcast we did, the fantastic pod, so popular, it did so well, that show. And um, I have, who's now one of my regular guests, um, the host of the AI Legends podcast, Mr. Joe Connors. How are you doing, Joey? Satsuriya Kao, Mr. Tandon. <laughs> well, you know what? If I was a Sikh, it would be great, but I, you know, I'm a Hindu. Well, I'm actually atheist, but it would be Namaste, Joey. Yeah, Namaste. <laughs> yeah, no. I was going, I was going Punjabi. Punjabi. <laughs> yeah, Punjabi. <laughs> I love it. Well done. Fantastic. Also, back, uh, he's also part of the uh, Westworld pod we did, and uh, these two were so good on it that I basically tied them down to two shows, mo- two more shows, this one and another, in the next few weeks. Uh, that one we'll, we'll come back to. Um, it's Mr. Mike Williams. How are you doing, Mike? Freelance the writer. Still writing at all those places that he was last time. So <laughs> how are you doing, Mike? Exactly. Okay. I'm great, thanks. Nice to be back to uh, discuss this uh, interesting series. Yeah, so what are we talking about? We are talking about an absolute... How should I say it? It's been very, very popular, infamous even. It's had mixed reviews. Uh, it's been in the news for, you know, so many uh, negative reasons as well. Um, it's 13 reasons why. I don't know how to explain what this show is, but we're going to go straight into the non-spoiler section for 10 minutes or so, so we can get these two to talk about it. Um, Mike, you've just literally finished this show today. Actually, no, five minutes ago. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> I literally just finished, turned off Netflix, and I have come on Skype to do this podcast. So it's, essentially, it's fresh. So, non-spoiler, what mm-hmm. should the viewer, uh, sorry, the listener, expect when they go to view or watch this? Well, um, I say it's very hard to kind of define, really, other than it's essentially about a high schooler called Hannah Baker who commits suicide. And after she's done that, um, she has a set of 13 cassette tapes sent to the people she believed had a part in making her decide to end it all, uh, which is quite a grim premise but it's um quite an original interesting one um so essentially it's 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 a, it's a high school drama uh, which deals with some very very um hard shocking um subject matters which spread over 13 episodes so you've got 13 hours of this narrative that unfolds each episode is a different side of the tapes she has uh, left the people 
yeah, and it and it really just uh, it kind of gives you a, a lot of everything really. And um, I have to say, it was it was a very interesting, engaging, and quite shocking uh, series, which I would recommend watching. But it's very very morbid, and I'd say it's hard to be in the right mood to kind of watch a show that is essentially documenting why someone killed themselves. Um, well, I mean, I wouldn't recommend watching it if you are um, not in the best of mood yourself. I mean, my mood was middling, and I still find it very, 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 very depressing at times. Very sad. Um, not a lot to enjoy, but engaging at the same time. Yes, I would say gripping is what it was. Mm-hmm. Gripping, intriguing, and um, like you can't... you. It's you literally can't say what exactly what you just said there. You can't say you enjoy this show. You can't say you no. enjoyed it. What you can say is it's an experience, but it's an experience that it's a good piece. It's a, it's very good television. You know, I always say on this show, if if a television show can make you think, feel, hurt, emote, then it's unbelievable television. And exactly. And, and it, this yeah. is what it is, you know. At the end of the day, you can't say you can't use the word enjoy in this, but you can explain it, and um, and and it's emotive, very emotive. Um, Joey, um, there's a lot of real life, real world issues in this show, so it's not for the faint-hearted, is it? No, no, it's definitely not. It's a very, he- it's a heavy, heavy show. Um, from the first episode to the last. There is no lull in between. There's no breaks. You, you know, it's a show about suicide. Suicide is very, very serious. So, like Mike said, if you're if you're in a bad mood, it's going to put you in a worse mood. Um, it's sort of like putting yourself through torture, but you're enjoying it, but not for the reason of the show. It's just because it's written very well, and it's a great. I mean, it's a, it's an emotional audio diary of her detailing the 13 reasons why she ended her life. Um, I personally have never seen anything like this before in my life. I know what the book was written. Um, I did not read that book. I know this, this was actually originally supposed to be a movie with Selena Gomez. And then they changed mm. it into mm. they couldn't cover it. They couldn't, it couldn't cover it. It couldn't right. cover it. No chance. I, I think yeah. the, the premise is brilliant. Like you said, you know, the cassette stuff just hooked me straight. When I read about mm-hmm. it and stuff, because obviously, for us three, us guys, we we were probably using cassettes a lot when we were younger, and and <laughs> no we question. we we would be using that Walkman that Clay has, and we'll get to this uh, in the actual spoiler section. But you know that is that is normal for me. What I found really funny was that he was using Beats headphones with the with the. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Back in the day, we'd be using the really, really thin, you know, headphones on it, and like it just falling off up. your head all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's got the beats plugged in. I was like, "Oh, you lucky bastard!" You know. Yeah. <laughs> but, a, bit, yeah. a bit of a product placement there. Oh, of course, of course, and it wouldn't be without. It wouldn't be that without you know a Netflix show without stuff like that. I mean, they. <laughs> they know how to make money out of these things. And, um, Joey, there's much more, you know, mental health problems, like you said, suicide, bullying, and, um, we won't get into the last one, but we'll talk about that in the spoiler section. So, mm-hmm. um, guys, there's, there's, I don't know how to say it. I tweeted about it and I said that if you've had an experience of something similar, then, and it's, and it's raw, and, um, it's, it's, you know, it's not something that you've been able to live with because that's what you do with these things. You live with it. You don't get over it. You live with it. Uh, then I would not watch. I, I really recommend you not to watch unless you're in that other phase where you are living, you know, with it and you can handle it because it is hard. It really is hard. It gets you thinking. And we'll, myself and Joey and uh, Mike will cover that towards the end of the show. Uh, but 
guys, thank you so much because it is very unique. I don't think we can compare it to anything. So it'll be a quick one uh, in terms of the non-spoiler stuff. So now, guys, I'm just going to start spoiling because I'm going to do some stat stuff. I mean, actually, you can stay for this bit if you want and listen because <laughs> I know a lot of you do disappear, go and watch, and then come back to the pod. So thank you so much for doing that. That is so rewarding for me to that I, I've set this pod up in this these little sections and you actually listen and go away <laughs> and come back after, which is perfect. But anyway. Um, I shall be a bit more serious and not laugh anymore because this is a serious show. Um, the stat section of this one, unbelievable numbers for this show. You will not believe. You know, I've been doing some digging and I found some really, really interesting statistics on this, on 13 Reasons Why. It's, it's broken records, broken records for Netflix in the USA. Impressive. Yes, mm. it's broken the Stranger Things record as well. This show in its first month peaked at 68.5 million demand expressions. Now, what is a demand expression? A demand expression is total audience demand being expressed for a title within a market. This market we're talking about is the US one because these stats from a firm called Para Analytics, obviously they're in with Netflix, they've got back-end access and they, they, you know, all the big firms get access to So I got this article from Wired, wired.com, you can check it out there. But basically, that's massive. I'll go into the numbers. So via Para Analytics, we've come to learn that in its first month, which is always the biggest month for any show, by the way, because obviously that's when it comes out and it's, it's hyped and this, that. Uh, this obviously, in the first eight days, didn't have uh, a big push. It didn't get the marketing push. It got word of mouth push. So 13 Reasons Why retained 67% of its peak demand expressions, which I just explained, which means at the end of the first month, they still had 45 million demand expressions. So they had 68 million, 69.8 at peak, 69.8 million at peak, while Stranger Things retained a higher proportion. So the peak uh, of their peak demand expression at 72% to be precise, but their peak was only 44 so they retained it at 38, right? So they retained a lot of it at 38. But if you think about it, 13 reasons why retention of 45 million was more than Stranger Things' peak. You t- how is that possible? That's unbelievable. So the first yeah, really month of... And it went up in the first week for... Um, for um, uh, what's it called? This 13 reasons why. It went up after a week. It hit the peak after a week. Normally, they just bang straight at the level, you know. And um, just, I mean, I just, I just have no words. It's, it's, it's a show. Like I said, it's not something that's an enjoy, something that you enjoy. But the word of mouth for it has been humongous, humongous. Exactly. And even the negative, see, all, this is why I say any kind of publicity is good publicity because even the negative press for this has pushed that. It's surged. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why people are watching it. Uh, the normal rubbish stats that I normally tell people, IMDb 8.7, Rotten Tomatoes 85%, TV.com 9.5, all very, very high, very good ratings. But obviously the ones that really matter are those huge USA numbers uh, that I just told you about. And I've also gone onto their website, Power Analytics, and had a look at the normal US audience demand. So basically, these are shows that aren't just Netflix, but normal on TV. 13 Reasons Why, in the last week, April 30th to 6th of May 2017, 43.2 million. Walking Dead, 37.2 million. The Flash, 34.6 million. American Gods, 30.5. Game of Thrones, Prison Break, the Handmaid's Tale, Better Call Saul, uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and Pretty Little Liars at the bottom for 18.4. Uh, digital Originals, so only online, 13 Reasons Why, again, it's in the same number, 42 point, uh, 43.2 million. Handmaid's Tale, 21 million, so the number two is half, half. Orange, wow. is, a new block, uh, Orange is a New Black, 18 million. Dear White People, 12. House of Cards, 10. The Last Kingdom, 10. Iron Fist, 9.8. Sense8, which, by the way, I need to go back to for season 2, 7.6. Luke Cage, 5.3. Cable Girls, 5.2. So it just shows you the domination right now of this wow. show. So if you want to go and watch totally. it before you listen to the rest of the show, because we're going to spoil the shit out of it, <laughs> this is the point to go. This is. Our- I think it's um, quite important that 
there's a big name attached to it. Not that Selena Gomez is in it, but I think she's the producer, isn't she? Mm. Yeah, uh, one, one of the producers. But I yeah. think I have seen her promoting it on her Instagram and stuff, and because she's got about she's got over sixty million Instagram followers, for example. I'm pretty sure it's above that. If she's promoting it to such an audience, that's going to have a massive effect. Because essentially, Stranger Things didn't have anyone big promoting it, did they? It was just a Netflix show. Yeah. Whereas this has got Netflix and it's got Selena Gomez attached. I think that's really boosted it personally. That's, you know. Hmm. Oh, no question about it. Yeah, she's huge over here. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like her personally, but she does have her gigantic following. It's like a Taylor Swift following. Mm-hmm. Can I just read one review on IMDb of this show, just to throw it sure. the other way? It got one out of ten. It's the <laughs> one that's on there. At- all the normal criticism aside, this show has messed me up psychologically and has effectively, effectively messed up two friendships big time. I would not recommend. The desired effect was not achieved. It was very irresponsibly handled and the producers, directors did not understand the point at all. I hope the, sh- the show burns to the ground. So that's just a little warning for you. Mm. If you are going to watch it. Uh, See, but I could. Everybody, I can understand everybody. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everybody is affected by television or stories in totally different ways and I totally respect that person's opinion um BS Choco um you know at the end of the day if that's how they felt I feel bad you know I do but mm-hmm. we'll get on to what we feel ourselves later let's go and start talking about this show then Joey quickly the the I think Mike touched upon it you know the way it's made the tapes the premise Really, really interesting, right? Really gets you straight into it, like, whoa, this is intriguing. Who's next? You know, like, every episode, which person is she going to talk about now? And also, very important, it's all through Clay's perception, isn't it? In terms of yeah. how he's reacting to her story. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's what you said. I mean, even the episodes are labeled tape one, side A, side B. That's that's every episode. Thirteen, thirteen of them are labeled like that. So it's really different the way they did it. Again, I, I really, really like the show. Um, Clay's perspective. Uh, I can't imagine being that young and feeling like her death. Uh, you're a part of it because basically anybody who she thought wronged her or was part of her suicide or helped to it got a copy of the tapes. And you could imagine how horrible that is for kids. And, you know, maybe we can get in, we can get into spoilers now, right? Indeed. Okay. Cause there's one part. So there's a, there's a, some, like, again, I love the show, but the severity of the offenses of that, that the kids did, like Bryce rapes her. He's just, he's just an absolute like entitled rich kid scumbag. But then there's another kid who just publishes a, a poem that's random. And I know it, it offended her and she didn't like it, but, are they the same thing? Yeah, I found the levels of complicity w- w- were so varied and, and quite unfair, yeah. I think, to some people, how it, you know, would offend, essentially scar them for life well, for that's, doing that's, such minor things. And, that, and that's it. Like, it, it's with suicide, if the person who kills themselves makes the decision to do that, whether that's mental health illness and 90% of the people, 90% of the suicides, there is mental illness, mental illness involved. That's a fact. You can look it up. And it's just that you're leaving behind these tapes with teenagers. They now have to live with this the rest of their life. Now, some of them do deserve it, but some of them don't deserve it. Like the kid, Bryce, who raped her, he was a scumbag. Um, Justin Foley. You know, Justin Foley, you know, started the rumor where he takes the, when she's coming down the slide and he takes the picture of her and you see her underwear. And it makes it look like they did something more than just kiss. And it was Bryce, though, the, again, though, wasn't it? Wasn't just well, the, yeah, Bryce. Well, no, took Justin the, took the picture. Yeah, but, but he showed, all he did was show it him. It didn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't mean to take. He didn't mean to send it out, which is what Bryce actually did. So Bryce yeah, actually I, was a. Ugh. Yeah, he's a dirtbag. But by him doing that. By Justin doing that, like he's trying to look, make himself look like the big man on campus. Like, oh, look at the girl. Look what I did with her. Look at. And yeah, Bryce was the main culprit, but yeah, yeah, of course. Oh yeah, totally. Justin's showing know, off. He's showing off. Yeah, Justin's showing off. And mm. again, like there's a lot of these people who got these tapes, 
their involvement is nowhere near that you just people don't if you've never been through suicide with somebody in your life um then you it's hard to really put this into words but you shouldn't have that self-guilt some of these kids shouldn't have that self-guilt um mm-hmm. and i'm not i'm not trying to say i'm not trying to badmouth what she did you know she did it because she felt like there was nothing else to do you see that through the show she tries so hard to bring herself back from is there anything else i can do but kill myself she feels that there's not um but these kids shouldn't have to live with that survivor's guilt but joey because I, yeah i, I to- kind of understand what you're saying but this is her story this is her this is she felt these things you know and she felt betrayed by certain things um even though maybe taking your you know, emptying. What was that little bag? That that little suggestion. What was the little uh, pop, pop, pocket uh, um, what was in, the, in the classroom? Yeah, yeah. 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 Even though the emptying notes, that, even though even though emptying that's a minor. But what she was going through, it's like a snowball mm. effect, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no, we, no, that we, I agree. We with we, we know right. this, right? We we some of us have yes. been through this, so it, it can it can start as a really small thing, but. When someone is going through a really rough time, and especially when you've been kind of cyber-bullied, because remember, yeah. bullying is huge in this as well. Massively bullying, you know, in terms of sending pictures about you, and then you're kind of doing playing these little games, and then your best friends kind of turn their back on you because they're going out with each other, and all this stuff's going on. You kind of, that, that's, that's, and you, the friend that you did have has left. She's because obviously the show starts with her with a with a, with another friend who leaves town, doesn't she? So yes. it kind of like it. Everything's going against you. Your parents showing absolute zero interest in your life because they're just fighting about their business. They they show they show it to a T where this kid is being neglected by the parents and then is going through absolute trauma at school. And remember. Put yourself in the position of the kid rather than looking from the outside and think, my, my parents aren't giving me the love yeah, that I should be getting. And then all these things are happening at school. Where do I go to? And I do agree with that. But if it was just the suicide, then I'm totally on board. But how many times, I mean, she is basically, it's a revenge for her by making these tapes is the way that I saw it. It's kind of undermining the finality of her suicide. Don't you think so? That's really interesting because wow. mm. I, I'd say having just watched it, what you've just said about her unfairly sort of um, targeting all these people, I, I didn't really, I've only just started to pick up on that as you were saying it. And I totally agree with, again, the severity of, certain people doing which are relatively minor things to a lot of people but in this case it's a big thing that is a part of a snowball effect that does all piece together in a jigsaw that makes the whole picture of what her intent is by killing herself yeah and Um, i i totally agree with the other point as well that it seems like a revenge thing and also how meticulous it is someone who's so depressed is meticulously Mm -hmm recording you know because that's going to take some time to do right well here, here that's and that's the other thing we, we, we you just said the perfect word there guys you said depression but yeah they kind of they kind of skirt those issues they don't really talk about her I, again i want i go back to the fact 90 percent of all suicides have some kind of mental illness so in real life things are are really that simple you mean to tell me through all that she's going through and she went through a lot there's no question about that, and I don't, I don't, I don't agree with any of that. None of it. Whether it's the little bit of bullying, whether it's the, the even the note that passed around that that uh, um, Alex gave her the best ass to make himself popular and her popular. That stuff happens in every high school in America and probably everywhere. I'm just speaking because I live for America, so I'm not trying yeah. to. I I I reckon she'd go, she'd have got over that though if none of none of the other stuff point. happened. If, if none of the other so stuff she, happened. That's what I mean. Yeah, so like, yeah. when you're depressed, like, I, I mean, I, I've battled depression and anxiety. I'm not afraid to say that, but I've had to go through that. Now, have I ever felt that I was going to kill myself? No. But I really don't think I'd make, I wouldn't make tapes 
that would be the last thing on my mind would be to make tapes to get vengeance on people who I feel contributed to my suicide. But guys, you brought up another good point there is her parents were only concerned about their business, their money. They, they didn't see there's warning signs with suicide. Mm-hmm. And the, and the, and then they put the, they put the posters up in the school about suicide, but they don't tell you what they don't touch about is the, it's all the warning signs. You can put up a poster that says t- suicide or teenage suicide or, or, or it's a bad thing. We want to be against this, blah, blah, blah. It's a horrible thing. Let's show you the facts. Don't show me the facts. Show me the warning signs. How many adults in this show are completely incompetent? Every I single one. Yeah, interesting point. Down, I, even down to the counselor. A complete. I mean, it, his response when she tried to go to him and tell him she was raped was just I mean, it made you want to cry. That's when she was done. She had nowhere else to go. That was the last one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it is quite obvious how there was this obliviousness. Yes, there was. Especially from the adults. Mm. Um, as, as you say, in that final episode, when the counselor was sort of focused on, and you saw how he dealt with... I mean, it's it's very complex issues anyway, especially with not only just a suicide, but obviously the whole... Um, rape scenario that she went through the way that he tried to sort of kind of victim blame her and that kind of is a a theme i saw going throughout the whole film there was a uh, the, the series rather there was a big emphasis on this male domination and male entitlement going all the way through it and how <clears throat> excuse me women and the girls in the main roles were just kind of there to satisfy these men and there were so many issues of obviously, you know, there were obviously rapes and there, there was sexual yeah, there was assault. Two rapes, there was, wasn't there? Not one. Yeah, we, exactly. We're talking about Hannah's. We don't even talk about the other ones. I mean, Jessica's. My yeah. goodness, that was terrible. And they yeah, showed exactly. it, which was even worse. They showed yeah. the whole getting raped. It was like I, I couldn't even watch that. It's just disgusting. It very, very uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. And also, then how she does what she does. You know, she doesn't say anything. She doesn't tell her. Or yeah. what, obviously, they're not friends, though, are they? So at that point in time, and she wouldn't. And then want she to turns to her. drugs and alcohol. Well, because <laughs> she she knows it inside what's happened, but she won't yep. admit oh, it. Oh yeah, in yeah. such yeah. denial about it. And exactly, it was so interesting that all these people knew that um, Bryce was a rapist, yet no one was confronting it. And I found it so strange that he and Justin would still. Be mates, even yeah. be interacting, letting them be mates yeah. and having a drink together. It's like like best friends. It's yeah, it's so goddamn wrong that these people carry on as if uh, it's kind of like almost undermine the severity of, of what he did. Can we just say that the acting though by Justin Prentice, who's Bryce, was brilliant. He, he did come across as a twat. Yes. And Brandon Thanks, Flynn, man. Justin Foley, he was also you just wanted to punch him in the face. Alicia, oh, the whole series. Yeah, Alicia <laughs> Bo, Jessica was great. Very, you looked good, and she was um, she's great in the role. Um, uh, uh, Dylan Minette, is it Minette? Is that how you say it? He uh, as Clay. I think yeah, he uh, if fantastic. he wasn't if he wasn't in the show, don't think it would have been as good as it was. And obviously, Catherine Langford, Hannah, Hannah, Hannah was them two as a couple as well. They were yeah. they were brilliant, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. They were brilliant. They really were. I just I just have to say before we do keep going because we're covering loads of social issues. I'm just saying about the TV <laughs> show itself. The, Sorry. The, the act. No, no, no. It's totally fine. It's, this is what TV does. This is what it does. It's great. Um, I just thought some of the performances within. The show were were amazing, and uh, Dylan's going to be a big, big star, I think, one day. Uh, Clay Jensen. Oh yeah, no question. He was in Goosebumps. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, Yes. Yeah, I saw that with my kids. uh, My my daughter actually said, "Oh, Dad, he's from Goosebumps." I was like, "Oh shit, we watched that years ago." (laughs) So my daughter was walked in. I was like, "Get out! You're not watching this." (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. Please don't watch. No, no, you're not watching this. She goes, "Oh, Daddy, that teen show is out. Thirteen reasons to watch it." No. You're not oh, watching no. that. No. Go away, please. No, don't watch it. Um, um, obviously, we've had. Um, I mean, I'll say it right now. We've had the suicide in the family. Uh, the kids uh, have gone through that with us. You know, they were younger, so they've seen, or it was someone very close to them. You know, their aunt. So it was. It. it, it I don't want uh, them to go anywhere near this to bring those type of memories back for them. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's why... They, I mean, <laughs> that's a scary thing. 
that's oh, that's yeah that's the people who want to make it not saying your daughters would ever do this gags but no, you no, know no. impressionable minds that, that you don't they're know. very yeah. young minds they're not emotional they're not at a they're not at a level where they're can function emotional and cognitive and they're very unstable and your kids are closer to teenagers than mine are so it's yeah. She's 12. She's going to be 13. Yeah. So, I mean, the other thing, the good thing about the show, the one good thing about the show is that the message is learn from this, you know, learn from this, try and spot these things in your kids, try and spot these things in other kids, have a bit of empathy towards somebody else. Because obviously people just, the, the big thing I got out of this was people just stood by. And watched yep. everything happen, and no and one did anything. And poor Clay doesn't know what's happening. Like he's just so innocent. He's just like he doesn't. He's know. clueless. He's, he's totally a, he's clueless. Clueless. nerd. Yeah, total he nerd. That. That's what he is. He's a nerd. He doesn't. He if he had any what we call game in America, this may have never happened. They would have been together, and she might not have gone through a lot of the stuff that she went through. But. Uh, and I do agree with you there. I, again, I said it already. This show's great, but I do feel that they do romanticize suicide, and I, I, I have a big problem with that. I, I, I don't like yeah. that. I'm glad that they, I'm glad that they showed the suicide. That was hard to watch, but yeah, it, was, it was. I think it was necessary for the viewer. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think they should have skirted that. But I don't like the fact that they romanticize suicide, and I really hate the fact that they're having a season two because I really don't think there's any reason to have a season two for a show like this other than to make money, which is, is not a good enough reason for me. I'm sorry. No, how no. are they going to, how are they going to continue the premise, Mike, of this? Are they going to give him more tapes? Has she done 15 tapes? Has she done, has she done, has she done, you know, 26 tapes? Cause there's another thing. Well, what this? Yeah. I mean, I, I say so seeing I've just watched it. I knew from a few days ago that there's going to be a season two. So I already knew going into it, there's going to be a follow up. But so, you know, towards the end, I was sort of thinking, how is this going to carry on? Now, there's a point where I can't remember who the photographer's called. Okay, the photographer, the, the class uh, photographer. Tyler. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, well, the creep. One point the, in, creep. Yeah, at the, end, the creep. There's Big a really disturbing bit where he's um, um, got this secret compartment in his cabin and it's full of, like, it's got a shotgun. It's got all sorts of, like, guns and equipment. It's like, is he going to, like... You know, is he going to go and attack the school? That's initially well, see, what I thought yeah. for that. Well, Alex yeah, has shot himself, right. hasn't he? Now, well, see, they've that's, told that's, everyone Alex has shot himself, but has Tyler done something? Well, mm. you know what, though? And the thing, here's the thing. And I, Mike, I think you're right. I think you just said it. It's, he's probably going to shoot up the school. Mm-hmm. But we have a problem in America with kids doing that now. It doesn't need to be shown on fucking mm. TV. It's a yeah. big problem here. We went through Columbine. You guys probably know what that is. It was a huge mm-hmm. thing in Denver. Oh, yeah. we've, had, we've had many of them. It doesn't need to be shown on TV. And, and you brought up Alex, how he, how he shot himself. And I, don't, I wanted to point out, because I've been waiting for to talk about this, but did you guys pick up on what he did? Because did I, don't, I don't know. I didn't read it. But, the, again, we talked about signs of suicide. Did you see what he did before the last episode? Who, Alex? Yes. It would have. It would have. Um, it would have been. It's a giant sign. If you guys saw it, that would have alluded to him doing that. I can't. Off the top of my head, recall. He um. He cleaned his room. Remember when his dad walked in? Oh, and he right. said, "Wow, this look, that is one of the number one things that people who were ready to kill themselves. That's one mm-hmm. of the first things they do is clean their room, and that's what he did." And I said, "Son of a bitch!" And then the next episode, they had the in the. Ambulance and the head. Oh, they so said he his did, name. So he over. did do it then. Yes, he wow. shot himself in the head. Oh yep. dear. And mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't know if anybody picked up on that. No, no, I don't even. I wouldn't even know that. Um, that 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 fact. To be honest, I would. Uh, that would. I would something. I I just would not pick up on. I mean, I picked up on on Alex being the more. He felt like he. he yeah, he did feel it. He was the one who was the most eager to sort of come clean and hold his hands up and sort of address it head on rather than everyone else was just sort of very happy to push the back of their mind and, and all pretend like nothing was going on. He was the one who was like, cut the bullshit. Let's just, you know, let's hold our hands up. What if, you know, he didn't care what happened. And I did, I did pick up on that kind of, he was done with it. 
So it wasn't a total surprise that, that he went and did something because he would seem the most likely. But um, yeah, what I say, going back to that point of um, seeing all the guns in the bottom of that cabinet, it was, it was, that felt to me like it was, that was almost like setting up a new narrative, but it, it would just seem a bit of a weird thing to focus on for season two. And, and as you say, the idea of um, sort of romanticising the idea of suicide, you wouldn't want them to have any sort of whiff of romanticising shooting up a school because, as you say, no. the, the problems are bad enough anyway in America. Yeah, yeah. And it just wouldn't feel right to have a season around that. I don't know. It just doesn't... It wouldn't fit right for me. Mike, there were other bits as well, like Cray was then going on revenge missions as well, and I just thought two wrongs mm. don't make a right, you know? I don't know if yeah. you felt the same thing, Mike. That's what I initially worried about his character. Um, the way he then took, yeah, he was, became a peeping Tom, took photos of um, yeah, the guy in his room Tyler, naked, yeah. but yeah. naked. Um, and I just thought, is this going to go down an avenue where he tries to right the wrongs by basically being as bad as all these people? And that kind of made me conflicted with the character. I mean, to, in, overall, you sort of could empathise with him the most and you obviously saw it from his perspective. So you're able to relate to him more than anyone else. Um, but yeah, there was times when I wasn't too sure on the character and he was going off the rails. And I, I thought there was a lot of signs that he had some significant like mental health issues and obviously was suffering the trauma of, of losing Hannah. And it, yeah, it didn't quite go off the rails as it was setting him up to. Totally. He sort of reined it back in, didn't he? He did. Total signs of um, being depressed, uh, 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 refusing to even listen to tapes at one point Mm -hmm. in the show. Just showed how much he was traumatized by what he was listening to. And also, he was like, how did I not see these things? You know, he's Mm. like, what the hell is going on? Where am I? And like, he's blaming himself. There's an inner conflict then that why, why am I not awake? Why am I not seeing things? And then as he's flashing back, as she's telling the story, he's flashing back to what he's doing at the same time, and he's just thinking, what the hell is going on? Like, well, he was torturing himself, wasn't he? Of course. As in, he she's couldn't know what him. he'd done. And yeah. that's what, yeah, that's what I don't like about it, is that he, if he never would have gotten those tapes, of course he would have been sad. Of course he could have thought about, well, you know, what could have been, would have been together. But he didn't have to listen to 13 hours of, this is why I killed myself. Most people who lose somebody by suicide don't get that. No. And that's not, that's not fair. That's why I don't like that show. And maybe that's because I went through, and I'll get to it at the end, what I went through. And maybe that's why I feel so strongly about it. But, mm. I mean, yeah, you, you can't when – you, when you commit suicide, you do it for – and maybe people don't agree with me, but you do it for selfish reasons. What, whatever you have going on in your life, it's a selfish thing to do. Because you hurt everybody you leave behind, and then that hurt never goes away, ever. It'll never go away. It'll get brought back up many times in your life until the day you die. So that's that's the one thing I didn't just like, like about just that. Just like this TV show just brings it all back, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It brings so, it right back. But you know what? Just we'll come to back. We'll come back to all that stuff, Joey. But Mike, in terms of characters, then uh, what did you think of? Uh, anyone, any, any specific? Obviously, we talked about Clay. Talked a bit about Alex there. We talk, we've hated on Bryce plenty, which is actually, <laughs> a, which is actually a, a compliment because he's done his job <laughs> in, in terms of acting. Um, any other characters that you want to talk about? In terms of still being, in terms of being complicit, I still think the counselor essentially was arguably one that won the most, but mainly because he was the adult in the situation. And she went to him for help. She didn't necessarily go to anyone else for help. Even when, when Clay was the one she wanted um, to sort of connect with and for, to reach out to and for him to be there, he wasn't. He wasn't able to be there for her. She pushed him away, though, didn't she? Exactly. I mean, in, in, in her mind, when she said, she said, go away, essentially, when they were sort of getting a bit heated in the bedroom, she said, go away. He just he took her at face value and left, which she didn't want him to. So I mean, it, it's 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 hard when when you want people to mind read. But in the case of the counsellor, she went to him as a last resort. She made it fairly obvious she'd been sexually assaulted. She was having very bad thoughts and was contemplating suicide, even though she never said it. 
specifically. And he didn't really do anything for her. And that's his goddamn job to be there and to know these signs. So I think out of all the people, he should have known better. And I think that's why he was the one that, when he heard just what, what Clay was saying, he was crying. And he, I think, felt guilty himself, possibly more than the others, because as the adult, I feel he should have been been there and known better. Whereas all the others essentially did things to her um, that affected her and I say built up that whole notion of killing herself. Yeah, they he were necessarily... they were wrong. Whatever they did was wrong, mm. but he failed her, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. He didn't do anything to her, like you but know, he, he didn't failed, bully her. He failed her. Exactly. I think that's that's possibly the most damning um, example in there. I think she needed someone to stand up by her side and take her hand and maybe even you know give her a hug and say, "Right, we've got you now. You're not going anywhere." Especially, yeah. Especially when parents are so um, wrapped up in their own lives and businesses. That was another thing I I noticed. Oh my god! When she um, lost that money, yeah, that was another one. Oh my god! It was horrible. You felt can we bad talk for about, um, Can we talk about Tony and how? Yeah, we haven't mentioned Tony. Just, like, what the hell? A, <laughs> he looks like I, he's thirty-five as a ninth grader. <laughs> <laughs> like, we needed a laugh. So we needed a laugh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think he played the character well, but his—it was like he was never even in school. Like he—he he followed Clay around everywhere. He was a strange character, Very. but also I quite liked him. It was very weird at times, especially when he took him up that um, cliff, the rock climbed, yeah, and took yeah. him up to kind of explain things to him. It had, I don't know, I just, I, in a weird way, I thought him following him around all the time, always being there and giving like cryptic messages. It had a weird feeling. It did. That it was kind of like the log lady in Twin Peaks. I don't know if any of you <laughs> made any sort of comparison. It just reminded me of this strange sort of character always appearing and offering this cryptic advice whilst he was knowing like a, everything. Yeah, he was like a bad Yoda, is what he was. Well, yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that's what he, what he, he called, the, uh, Clay I think, called him. I think in the end, he was on his side, wasn't he, always? He knew that he oh, hadn't yeah. really done anything wrong, and he just wanted to... He also probably knew Clay was very vulnerable as well. So he needed to keep an eye he's, on him. Yeah, and, he's also the one who gave... Um, Hannah's parents the the tapes on the on the drive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and we should talk about Courtney too, Crimson, the girl who's in the closet, the lesbian. Ah, oh, yes. Yes. She, um, yeah. Oh my god! Like I wanted, because, I hated her. Yeah, it's what she did, and she made a pass on her, and then the creeper took a picture. Tyler took a picture of him, and then the whole school seen it. And she just and disowned her. Oh. Disowned her and threw her under the bus. Mm. <laughs> I understand from her perspective and being at that age, she was terrified of coming out as, as a lesbian. Yeah. And I get that. And but she had, she had gay time, parents, didn't she? So she did. Yeah, she yeah, didn't yeah, want to yeah, be, did. she was scared to be, Oh, she didn't want her parents to get, Oh, because of their, you know, because of what they are like, that's what's happened to you. And she didn't, she was looking out for them. Do you get what I mean? She was, she didn't want mm-hmm. them to get the blame that, it was a lot of pressure, mm. man, for a kid, to be honest. Wow. Like, mm. you're right. You know, if you look at it from her shoes, Jesus, it's, but, but you don't do that. <laughs> you just, no. Do, you it was still horrible what, in yeah, the way, she yeah, she did. threw under the bus and then was making up rumors about her and all to preserve her seemingly quote unquote perfect image, um, which obviously by the end is, it is not the perfect image she she's tried to maintain because the truth inevitably comes out. And plus having, you know, in the deposition, having to reveal what happened, etc. I just think it was very um, narrow minded of a naive and narrow minded as a, as a, as an 18 year old to be that um, focused on self-preservation and worrying what the world will think. I mean, especially because it's a very, um, I think it's quite a liberal and um, sort of open 
narrative in me. So you've got you've got gay characters in there. You've got there's a lot of diversity. There's, there's there's a lot going on that a lot of modern people in 2017 can relate to. I just I didn't, do, didn't quite understand why she was so afraid to be gay in the in the, in the program. Yeah, I suppose it's it's a personal thing, isn't it? I don't. I, I think some people can be like that, um, mm-hmm. and, and and some people want to be, you know, um, come out and be and be totally normal about it. But some others, I don't know why. Maybe do you feel different? I don't know. I don't want to put any words. Um, I mean, yeah, I understand that. It's, it's obviously it's a personal thing, isn't it? Being, it's obviously hard to, I imagine, to come out, especially in high school. And depending on your upbringing um, and lots of other factors, but I just think the way she, I say, she, she, she tried to preserve her own secrets by really, like, really hurting uh, Hannah was was quite misjudged. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's wow, very, yeah. it's very harsh. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great um, discussion point to bring up there, Joey. Joey, any other characters that you think need a bit more time? We don't have, we haven't even talked about Hannah much, you know, to be honest. Who who, yeah, who been... played the role very very well? Australian actress, uh, putting on an American accent. <laughs> uh, she did a great job, I thought. Yeah, she you was. Do you feel sorry for her? Don't you? You do. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, anybody who has to go through that. Um, I mean, again, it's. Some of the stuff is everyday stuff that people that kids go through. I mean, you want to talk about terrorists being bad people? Right behind them is kids in high school. They're just they're nasty. You know, they, a lot yeah. of them can be I just mean, nasty you're, you're, people. You're right? an American, so this kind of opens up. Yeah. Like uh, we're we're from the UK, so it kind of opens sure. up what the what the atmosphere is like. You know, in I've uh, seen this at my high school. No, not the rape stuff. I've never seen, but. You know, you, you see the those lists. Thankfully, mm. yes, thankfully, yeah. No, but let's be honest. I mean, that stuff happens all yeah, over college campuses mm-hmm. all the time. Everywhere in the world, dude. Everywhere. In the sure. World. Not just America. No question. No, not just America. No, definitely not. It's not an American issue. It's a, <laughs> it's a male world. female problem. Yeah. So, mm. no, I mean, she, I thought she was fantastic. I mean, I, I can't picture anybody else playing that role now that I've seen it. Um, but even like, like even the rape scene is just. She, she, like having to watch her face and like she's just demoralized. They and no, oh, can't, she can't do anything. If you and then that, watch the show afterwards, you know the one they close off. There's a the, yeah. that Michael have to watch when he's done from here. Mm. Um, there's a, they, they do a little follow up and she talks about how the the director or the creator of the show, whoever one of them, purposely zooms in on her face as she's being raped because they really want it to hit home. You know, that's a scene where they say, stop this type of stuff from happening, guys. You know, Mm -hmm. you need to be there for your kids or you need to be there. This is what they go through. This is the reality of the situation of when someone's going through it. You're supposed to feel empathy. You're supposed to feel anger. You're supposed to feel all the nasty things that you don't want to watch it, you feel sick, all those things, because that's exactly what they went for. It's actually successfully done. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. It's a really I bad think, shot. Yeah. Like, as in, to watch, it's disgusting, but if you look at it from a director, from an, a writer, from that point of view, they got exactly what they wanted from it, is that the audience yeah. was, Ugh, I can't watch I, it. I think it was important for it to be brutal and... Yeah. Yeah. Just generally grotesque, as, as you say, to emphasise to your young people, this is what happens. This is the kind of horrible shit that Stand people do. It, please, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't don't ignore it. Don't brush it off. Um, you know, the whole college campus uh, sort of uh, rape culture, that kind of thing. It's it's prevalent all over, and. While while we know that happens, when you then see it depicted, even though it's obviously depicted in fiction, it's still horrible, horrible just to watch. I thought that I thought that scene personally was worse than the suicide scene. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. yeah. it was just yeah. disgusting. Like I, I you've seen you know, we've seen stuff like the suicide stuff in other films and what you know you get to yeah. see that, but that scene that the way the it, the rape was. Oh my god, it was just, you wanted to beat the hell out of that guy, man. You just yeah, it like went on, didn't it? Oh, 
Bryce, you just want to smack him up. But anyway, um, Joey, uh, so basically we've looked at the characters, looked at the story. We've even touched on why – I mean, you even touched on why you think season two is just – duh, yeah. don't go there. Um, yeah. I want to – and you even talked about how it's a revenge mission in terms of the tapes and stuff. I wanted to dis- have a discussion on a bit about the closure because I think we've covered everything else in terms of treatment of suicide, how people have complained about it, why we've already, we've gone through all the reasons why people would, you know, um, mm-hmm. the discussion of the closing that when I was watching this show, um, I was hesitant. I saw it, uh, tweeted about, and, um, obviously I've been through a very, very close family, um, you know, suicide in 2012. So it's, um, it's been what, it's coming up to five years and uh, I just didn't know whether I wanted to watch it, but I, I, I just read so many things that, you know, this has been a tough watch, whatever. I wanted to see what this was. I was intrigued by it. So I watched it. And the one thing that I got immediately was that it was a kind of closure. Like I know you've just said it's more of a revenge mission and who would do this type of thing and where'd you find the time and all that. But, Let's take it for what it is and the story for what it is. And someone's actually gone and done it. So they've put the tapes and all that. You, once that does get to your parents, at least your parents have a full story. Mm-hmm. Uh, who to blame. Have a, have a bit of closure. Your daughter's last words. Or whatever she's saying. The only thing that I took out of it the whole way was looking at my personal experience. We... There's people in this world, including um, myself and the families in- involved in our side, that never got any kind of closure. So the thing that I took from it was that the personal experience I had was far worse because we'll never know. Do you get what I mean? We'll mm-hmm, never know. Yeah. And that, that, that stuck by me. The whole 13 episodes was like... Me too. You know, you you know, man. You guys are getting to know exactly what's going on. Like, even though it's just TV, I understand. But like, it, the thing that hurt more than the rape scenes, the things that hurt more than the actual scene of committing suicide, was that there was closure. But we, you know, in real life, some people just and because we've suffered through it, just don't get the closure ever. Yeah, and and that's that's the part that that bothers me. I. I actually lost my dad last year to suicide um, in April. So, so you want to talk about a year? Yeah, it's been a year. It's been so a little sorry, over a year. So and, sorry, Joey. Yeah, and, it's, and I know Gags. You already know this because you and I talk quite often. But mm-hmm. and I, you know, it, it, those wounds are still really fresh. My dad was only sixty years old. He was one of my best friends, and you don't get closure. There was no note. There was no nothing. And why I, I think i know why he did it 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 really doesn't ever help it because oh, yeah. all the you're right yeah you I, know, like i, I kind of know that i kind of know why as yeah. well like you know you you have sure you have it but i would like to know what was the what what you know what was the real what which which what bit what what happened you know where what, yeah what, and that's what made you go to the last straw yeah that's, that's that, it that's the that's the hard thing and that's what eats it if you but I did therapy and everything, and I, it's some people are therapy is for them. It's not quite for me. But one thing I did take it is from it is that if if you hang on that, it'll it'll end up killing you, hmm. because you just can't know why for sure. You just basically have to tell yourself the best story you can and live through it every single day. You have to have stuff to live for. I have a wife and kids. I got family. I got a lot of great friends. Um, Anfield Index, which people would laugh at if they're listening to this, but you'd be shocked at how many people, or maybe you wouldn't be, by how many people WhatsApped me or called me. People from all over the world, not even in my time zone. Like that stuff matters a lot when you're vulnerable, when you when you just feel like nothing's gonna get better. And it, it, with Hannah and Clay, it was like Hannah got closure. Her parents got closure. I like that part of it. But with Clay, I mean, she even says, she confesses her admiration in the tape for him. She doesn't think he should be in there. It was actually a really nice 
bit of the of the show. Yeah, like for him, he he, he actually was tortured because he loves her and he wishes. He, oh yeah, he 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 wishes she said it to him at the time. So he's like That's going right. through. He's going through real pain. But it was a lovely. It was a lovely little bit to, to hear. Like. I was really worried about his tape. I'll be honest. I was mm. like, what did he do? No. Yeah. I, I thought he did something horrible and then he regretted it. And actually he like guys, you said earlier, he was like a squeaky clean kid, a, a geek didn't really know, you know, he was bad with girls. You know, he tried with her before and then she would always go for somebody else because he wasn't very, you know, upfront about his feelings for her. And it, the only thing, again, I talked about it already. I want to repeat it, but it was almost like, she passed on a burden to him, and I, I, I just have a giant problem with that. Um, maybe some people don't look at it that way, but I don't feel that because he did because he did nothing wrong. Even the people who did a little bit wrong, they could they still feel sad, but they, you don't feel that burden because you're not the one who's going to feel like, man, like I could have still talked to her. Maybe I could have helped that because all those other people couldn't have did that. Even her parents, who you think, oh, her parents could have talked to her, but they weren't involved in her life. The school mm. counselor, you know, the school counselor, he felt terrible. Mm. But those Clay, when Clay got those tapes, they, the, the both of them knew they should have been together. It was just bad timing all the time. They both knew they, they, how they felt. Yeah, for it was each a, other. it was tragic, wasn't it? It was like a tragic story, love story. It was like you said, they romanticized it's it. Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, they were, and that's what that's the part I just. I don't like that. I just don't, I don't think it's fair to him that he now has, because you can't, it's a recording. You can't get rid of it. No. You can't unheard it's, what no. you heard. No, exactly. That's the problem. And, that, and, I, and I don't, I don't like that part of it. And I, that's, to me, that's not real life. No. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, that's the thing when you write and it's TV, they, they're going to yeah. do some stuff that they have to go across some boundaries because otherwise the interest, you know, you don't get the build of, of certain sure. parts of the show. Mike, I mean, we talked about the closure stuff. The entire show, because it was only in the, in the finale that their parents got the tapes. So what I was talking about in terms of closure, the parents do actually show all those signs throughout the show. They have no idea why. They have no idea what she's done. And all these people, 13 people, or so have listened to tapes 12 people and they they are the last people to get them or the second to last or whatever to get them but you do see the pain didn't you from you know and the, uh, for those parents they do actually go through it for however long these tapes are being distributed they do and as we've as we've mentioned everyone is so wrapped up in themselves i think that's an interesting um commentary on people how um i'm sure you know everyone's known people who they are friends with they like or their family sometimes they can't be bothered with them or sometimes you're wrapped up in yourself you've got your own problems and it's really easy to push people away and i think this is what hannah basically experienced from everyone around her what i thought thought was interesting was as i've mentioned the sort of complicity and naivety of the adults in this whole scenario on a couple of occasions i picked up on when they were trying to um they were implementing this new um scheme for to start for next term which would increase this, this um their sort of suicide and um, prevention scheme and they mentioned a few times how you know we want to basically stamp out suicide you know they were like we want to get we want to stop anyone from doing it again i just thought they're not quite getting it because i even think however much you sort of emphasize and offer help to people there's always going to people are always going to commit suicide no matter what you do it's just having the right kind of help there for them and by them saying oh, we, we want to stamp it out entirely, it's never going to be possible. I just find the whole depiction of the adults to be very, as I, as I say, complicit and sort of very unaware and totally out of touch with what all the kids are going through and what, yeah, what each individual child is experiencing, obviously especially what Hannah was going through, how no one seemed to pick up on any signs of it. Yeah, I, I I totally agree with you. Not only the adults, I thought some of the kids as well were just so selfish. Unbelievably. I mean, you can sort of yeah, you can sort of 
I say not not forgive the kids, but it's more kind of accepted because they're naive and they are kids. I mean, yeah, yeah so I mean, they're still themselves. 18. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've got a lot to learn. They're still early on life and they don't, yeah, there, there's so much naivety with with the kids. Well, they all went to be 18, weren't they? And there was so much, so many of them gave in to peer pressure just at the click of a finger. It was ridiculous. Um, but I think that adults shouldn't, shouldn't be let off as light as easily because, you know, they've got time and experience on their side. They should have known better. But I mean, it's an interesting, um, another interesting commentary on how people look at mental health. I think it's, you know, it's, it's very, um, mishandled in a lot of situations in real life. People don't always get the help they want. People don't always get the help they need or have it available to them. And that's like, oh, I think that's a really interesting point on real life mental health, health issues that there's so much uh, obliv- obliviousness to it all and no one really understands it. Um, which is, I, th- I think, something that will be raised through the series because it's got to so many people and it has been a massive talking point controversially or not it has raised the ability for people to talk about it i think totally agree um joey i think i think we've covered everything that we can on this um any final words from you on uh, um on 13 reasons why i just i want people to go into it with an open mind um i think if you listen to this show and I mean, we did spoilers, but there's, I mean, we could have made it just a three hour pod. There's so many things in each episode that you're going to be like, oh man, like how could they miss that? Or man, you know, they didn't talk about that. But I just think if you, if you know somebody or if you maybe know somebody who's down and depressed, don't let them get to that point. Ask them if they just be a human, be a good person, be a good human being. If there's something you can do to avoid it, Try, just try it. And if it doesn't work and that, then something bad ends up happening, you don't want to have to live with that guilt because it, it, it is awful. I'm telling you, it's, it's just bad. Totally agree. Mike, any last words? Um, I think Joey summed it up pretty well. It's, um, I mean, it's worth watching. It is definitely an experience. Um, whether none of us can say it's, it's going to be an enjoyable watch over the 13 or so hours. Um, it does have it. it. I mean, it's such a mixture of, of coming of age, high school drama, sort of romance. Um, um, there's so much in there and there's so much subtext and there's so much sort of social commentary. Um, did I say there's so many things we haven't even touched upon I know. that we could talk for so long about. Yeah. So it, it's, it's worth watching for the experience of, seeing what a well-produced show it is. Exactly. Um, very, that's one thing I was going to say. Well-directed, well-produced, uh, very good performances as well, because without the performances, by the way, you don't get to feel what you feel. Remember no, no. that. Any show, if you if it moves you, the story can be good, but they've got to, they've got, they've got to perform. They've got, the actors have got to perform, and in this they did. They did because otherwise we wouldn't be talking about it like we are now and it wouldn't be getting the ratings that it is now and it wouldn't be getting the hate because it's getting love and hate that it is now. And, um, I mean, I, I spoke to a few people about it and just one of my friends, you know, just from their perspective, people can be mean, you know, and they were saying to me that there's an expectation for people, young people, especially to grow up fast, live up to ideals and, uh, no matter how big or small the problem is, you just have to try and speak to somebody. No problem is too big. No problem is too small. But remember, other people have just as many insecurities as you do. So even though you might feel alone, you never really are. You may seem it, but you aren't. So you can go and reach out to your best friend, to your mum, to your dad. You shouldn't feel ashamed at all. That's the biggest thing you take from this show is awareness, learn from it. And um, if you're one of those people that's listening and you know, you feel a little down, depressed, maybe you need to speak about it. And if you know us personally, we, all of us would, would, would help. I'd help. You can contact Mm -hmm. me anytime, anywhere. And, um, 
you know, I would help anybody that's going through hell, uh, any kind of hell, because I've, I, I've already feel helpless in one case, and um, I don't ever want to feel that again. So, um, yes, it was an amazing show. I don't think I want to do any plugs or anything. I think, um, I think we should just end that there. And um, if you do, if you did enjoy um, our, our take on this show, or if you did agree or disagree with anything that we've said, uh, feel free to tweet us. Uh, Mike, your Twitter? It's Mike underscore P underscore Williams. Plenty of underscores. Joe, I'm sure underscores no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I don't even know what the hell my Twitter actual handle Joe is. I think it's Joe, <laughs> Joe Connors eighty one. I think is what it is. I don't usually pay much attention to it. Um, I have the middle finger as my picture now. But, yeah, um, you can see that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, and if you want to contact me, you can find me on at Anfield Index, uh, at On the Box Podcast, or my personal account at Gags Tandon. Um, you can also email at any time to anfieldindex at gmail.com uh, if you need for any reason at all. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you to Mike and Joe for being such fantastic guests uh, once again. We, the three of us, will be back shortly. We'll, we'll discuss that and get a schedule down. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 